of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, calendar and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educate, syncopate, radio communicate, radio. Well, here we are, ready for All Things Radio 547, and we are here. What is today's date? August the 20th, 2020. It's time to play the lottery. Anyway, we've got a business. (laughs) Only if you win, Bill. Only if I win? If then I can give you that pray... Pay raise, I promised you. <laughs> Take it. Can't get the word out. That's how uh, distasteful it is. <laughs> well, now I've asked, you could get the award gold plated too. So that's true. That's right. That, yeah. That's true. I think I better turn Actually, my mic Jeff, off. would you rather have money or a title? Usually, you give people. You can give them a title bill. That's always good. Uh, the title. Go. I think title, it's Jeff. like the title to my house, which I don't have anymore. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd rather have the money, wouldn't you, though, Jeff? Yeah, probably. Hey, let's let's take a look yeah. at what's going on with all with all things radio this evening. First of all, we'll talk about the world of broadcasting from a national perspective, and we'll follow that up with uh, Jennifer Sparks' call letter and format changes. And in Bill's featured segment, we're going to hear about the Chicago blizzard of 1967. I didn't even know there was a big blizzard then, but there was. Oh, yeah. I remember hearing dialing around. I heard about it on the news, and I started dialing around the Chicago stations. It was really cool. It was a Friday night that I remember dialing around listening to the stuff. This will be good. Now, I'm, gonna, I'm not sure how Bill put the order in, so I'll, I'll say it as it goes, and, and if Bill wants to change it, Bill can correct me here. The class air check this week is something that I think you're going to enjoy. I know Marty's here. It's Pat O'Day from KJR in Seattle, Washington from 1966. He just passed away a few weeks ago. And in our featured station segment, we're traveling to Springfield, Missouri and Jacksonville, North Carolina. And we're going to compare two different radio stations, two smaller market radio stations and their formats. So all in all, we have a very busy uh, busy show this week. We've got some sports news to talk about. And we'll talk about this day in history for radio, for two different parts of radio after the radio news segment so i'll turn it over to you bill well before you do that jeff you we may want to mention to people when you when we call upon you you need to you're going to have to hit unless we tell you otherwise you're going to have to hit star six to unmute yourself when you raise your hand because uh zoom has made some changes and therefore we have it made some changes for us so just oh, so you guys know that. On you. wait on that wait on that yes, wait, wait on till we call, call on you and then do it Right. And today is National Radio Day, by the way. Well, I was going to say that, but you ruined my whole thought. <laughs> oh. oh, no, I didn't even know that. I, yeah, and it's also the well, might, as well, might as well get it all out. And it's also the hundredth anniversary of the operations of the day that WWJ in Detroit, Michigan, started broadcasting as an amateur okay. experimental station on this date in August, uh, up to, in this date in in nineteen twenty. Another half of the uh, controversy whether they uh, go by KDKA at the first station or WWJ, huh? Right. That's that, no. That's uh, this is. Uh, I think KDKA was early. That was nineteen nineteen. No, no, no. It was uh, November second of nineteen twenty. It was election night. 
Okay, well, I'm not. I'm not going to debate the issue because I'm because they're. No, they're I don't does. know either. But I'm just saying maybe yeah, they, so maybe it was continuous. Uh, Perhaps WWJ didn't stay on continuously. That might be it. Yeah, they didn't have their license. They were first, but they didn't have their license. KDK was first license station. Okay, there you go. There's a lot of a discussion about that. So why don't we do the radio news and we can talk about this later on, guys? Let's get the radio news. That's it. And then we've got a new segment coming up after. After the radio news, it's called okay. Hot Mike. And I got breaking news on that, too. That Hot Mike, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we've got Hot Mike. All right, let's do the award-winning news while Jeff still has his job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jeff Bennett for all things radio. It is what's happening in the world of broadcasting. Cumulus ends a local market agreement in Dallas, Texas. iHeartMedia is looking to buy time on radio stations to expand some of its radio formats. And Apple is updating its internet radio stations. To say that it was a busy week this week in the world of broadcasting would certainly be an understatement. It sure has been a busy week. And Cumulus makes news. Cumulus has been running radio station KESN-FM in Dallas, Texas under a local market agreement since 2013. KESN is a sports station flanking Cumulus's other sports radio station KTCK-AM and KCTK-FM. It should be noted that the local market agreement, which occurred in 2013, was under the previous management structure at Cumulus. Cumulus has finally realized that the local market agreement with radio station KESN is not very profitable and the station has been losing money with this agreement. Cumulus is going to be ending the local marketing agreement on radio station KESN-FM in October. What does this mean? This means that all local programming on the radio station will come to an end and KESN will be an affiliate of the ESPN radio network, picking up all the national shows on ESPN radio on a 24-hour day, 7-day-a-week basis. KESN-FM is owned and operated by ESPN Radio. And what are they going to do? They certainly don't want to run the radio station on their own. Will they find a new company to work with them on a local market agreement for the radio station? We don't know, but we'll let you know in a future All Things Radio Live broadcast. With iHeartMedia wanting to expand the presence of the Black Information Network, they're trying something that's rather different. They would like to buy time on radio stations so that the network can air on these radio stations. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, iHeartMedia would like to expand the Black Information Network on either one of two radio stations. The first radio station is 610 AM WTEL, which programs a brokered time format and some sports programming. And the other station that's up for consideration is WDAS AM, which is owned and operated by iHeartMedia. iHeartMedia would also like to expand the presence of the Black Information Network in other markets, for example, in New York City, where they might be able to buy out the time on an existing AM radio station. We'll let you know more about the future of the Black Information Network and how iHeartMedia is going to expand the programming of this network in other markets. In other news, Apple is expanding its presence on the Internet with two new Internet radio stations. Beats 1 is being renamed Apple Music, and Apple is also adding two other Internet radio stations. Apple Hits is a radio station playing music from the 1980s through the 2000s. And Apple Music Country is just what it is, a station that plays all kinds of country music. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Brenda Broadcasting has made changes to the radio landscape in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania with the departure of Chris Winter, who has been doing mornings at radio station WSSHFM Wish 99.7. Chris Winter has been in the market since the 1980s, having worked at a number of radio stations in and around Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. In other news, radio is still feeling the economic effects of COVID-19, where Cox Media owns radio station WALR-FM in Atlanta, Georgia. The cutbacks involve two morning hosts at the radio station, Art Terrell and Corey Zubin-Miller. Art Terrell has been with the radio station for over 17 years, working in a number of day parts. Corey Miller is a stand-up comedian who was hired to do mornings at the radio station. However, that's all gone right now, and a new morning show will be airing on the radio 
radio station in about a month. Finally, the National Radio Hall of Fame has announced its 2020 inductees, and it's a list of who's who in radio. First up is Mark and Brian. Brian Phelps and Mark Thompson, who worked at radio station KLOS-FM for 20 years, are honored with entry into the Radio Hall of Fame. Next up is the late Koki Roberts, who enters the National Radio Hall of Fame posthumously. She worked at National Public Radio for many, many years, but long before she worked at National Public Radio, she also worked at radio station WBAI-FM as well. Andrew Martinez is also entering the National Radio Hall of Fame. Andrew Martinez works at radio station Power 105.1, which is owned and operated by iHeartMedia in New York City. Also at Power 105.1 WWPR-FM, you can congratulate Charlemagne the God and the Breakfast Club Morning Show also being inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame. Another individual inducted into the National Radio Hall of Fame is Shay Calloway, who works for Sirius XM Satellite Radio. And we also can't forget Glenn Beck. He's also entering the National Radio Hall of Fame with a syndicated Glenn Beck radio show syndicated by Premier Radio. Donnie Simpson is also entering the National Radio Hall of Fame. He's a radio personality who works at radio station WMMJFM in Washington, D.C. Now it's time to conclude our look at the Nielsen July Personal People Meter Ratings. In Portland, Oregon, the number one ranked radio station is KOPB-FM. That's the public radio station with a news, talk, and information format. The number two ranked radio station is KKCW-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Portland, Oregon is KXL-AM with a news, talk, and information format. In Charlotte, North Carolina, the number one ranked radio station is WSOC-FM with a country format. The number two ranked radio station is WRFX-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Charlotte, North Carolina is WBT-AM with its news, talk, and information format. In San Antonio, Texas, the number one ranked radio station is KONO-FM with a classic its format. The number two ranked radio station is KROM-FM with a Mexican regional format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in San Antonio, Texas is WOAI-AM with a news, talk, and information format. In Sacramento, California, the number one ranked radio station is KSEG-FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is KNCI-FM with a country format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Sacramento, California is KFBK-AM with a news, talk, and information format. In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, the number one ranked radio station is WDVE-FM with a rock format. The number two ranked radio station is WWSWFM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania is WRRK-FM with an adult hits format. In Salt Lake City, Utah, boy, they love their classic hits. The number one and two ranked radio stations both program a classic hits format. The number one ranked radio station is KODJ-FM followed by KRSP-FM. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Salt Lake City, Utah is KSFI-FM with an adult contemporary format. Now let's move to Las Vegas, Nevada, where the number one ranked radio station is KKLZ-FM with a classic hits format. The number two ranked radio station is KSNE-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Las Vegas, Nevada is KXPT-FM with a classic rock format. In Orlando, Florida, the number one ranked radio station is WOCL-FM with a classic hits format. The number two ranked radio station is WRUM-FM with a Spanish format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Orlando, Florida is WMMO-FM also programming a classic hits format. In Cincinnati, Ohio, the number one ranked radio station is WGRR-FM with a classic hits format. The number two ranked radio station is WLWAM with a news talk and information format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Miami, Florida is WUBE-FM with a country format. In Cleveland, Ohio, the number one ranked radio station is WNCX-FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is WMJI-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Cleveland, Ohio is WGAR-FM with a country format. In Kansas City, Missouri, the number one ranked radio station is KCFX-FM with a classic rock format. The number two ranked radio station is KCMO-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three ranked radio station in Kansas City, Missouri is KFKF-FM 
FM with the country format. Finally, in Columbus, Ohio, the number one rank radio station is WCOL-FM with the country format. The number two rank radio station is WTVN-AM with the news, talk, and information format. And finally, the number three rank radio station in Columbus, Ohio is WNCI-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. Finally, according to media monitors, here are the top commercials you heard on the radio this past week. Number one was Progressive Insurance, followed by Babbel, Geico Insurance, Indeed.com, and Cricket Wireless. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Way to go, Jeff. All right. Turn my mic go. on. Thank you, Bill. <laughs> Sorry yeah. about that. You're, you're still I was, here. So. I was sipping coffee, and I didn't want it to make a little noise on the radio here. So what can I tell you? Yeah, very interesting about Cumulus, because I was wondering how long they were going to keep that second Dallas station in uh, with sports since I was competing against them in a way. And they didn't really have the money to continue paying them little LMA fees. So what that will mean is Dallas Mavericks will have to have a new affiliate. That's what I was going to say. No, Dallas Mavericks will stay on ESPN. They'll stay on ESPN. Well, but they may sell it. They may sell it to Radio One. Of the uh, scenarios I saw was that Radio One could wind up with it. Yeah, but uh, but as you and you and I read the same article, the scenarios were were given by the author of that article. Yeah, as he he said, we don't know. Those are his opinions. That's not what's going to happen. So the problem with if 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 you put a game, and I know it's FM and not AM, but if you were to put a team exclusively on 850 here, which is only ESPN programming, they'd never get any promotion. They never have anything to really hook hook onto. The Mavericks were on there. is that in certain parts of Dallas, they're pretty, they're not, a, it's not a city grade signal throughout no. uh, the whole city. It's city grade north where the money is there. Well, and that's, but and, if and, you and, go and downtown or further And again, south, that's why Cumulus is looking at the costs. They, they've, they've already been through a bankruptcy. They've gotten out of that bankruptcy <laughs> and they don't want to go back into it. And radio advertising, and if you listen to any of these radio stations, you can hear it all over the place is down. I mean, the, the well, where you the are. Ticket, they've got, now the difference is, and they'll have to decide, but they could put the stars on the ticket AM when there's a conflict and put the Mavericks on ticket AM. Well, they also got 570 and they got 820 to do that also if they right. have to, if there's conflict. But the, the Mavericks were on ESPN Radio 1033 before the LMA came, and they had local programming before, but now with Disney and ESPN's budget cuts, that's probably not going to happen. And who knows if the Mavericks will you stay. Know, and, or, and you know, I know that we've talked about it, but why don't we get to the other thing that Bill was wanting to talk about, which is uh, Marty Brenneman's son, Tom Brenneman, because uh, he unfortunately had made the mistake that I know I made when I was in college radio, certainly not as critical as his. A mic gets on the air, a mic is open, and you don't realize it's open, and you say something probably you shouldn't have said. So I'll turn it over to you, Bill, on this one. And we'll get to you in just a moment, Pam, but we'll play this audio. It's not the best audio, but you will get the point, and this will create some discussion. Fag capitals of the world. Reds Live, the pregame show presented by Ray St. Clair Roofing. I pride myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. And so that'll make it a 4 nothing ball game. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. I don't know if it's going to be for the Reds. I don't know if it's going to be for my bosses at Fox. I want to apologize for the people. 
There you go. I kind of clipped off that first part. I didn't mean to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I want to ask Bernie about this because, you know, this is something that's really critical today more than ever because of the political correctness of everything. Bernie, have you ever been in a situation where you had your mic on and not realize it? Uh, I have been told once that my mic was on and I said something. And I today deny it because I uh, I have a colleague even saying the word, but uh, somebody somebody called me and said they heard me say it. <laughs> the other thing that's really stupid about it, because they were talking about this on EEI, and Dale Arnold has done uh, Bruins Hockey, and he's the talk show host on there in the uh, middays. And he was saying, you've got, because the other guy was asking, well, what do you get? He says, you get a countdown in your headset, 10, 5, and, you know, you know. Okay, in other words, we talk, just so people know, we get on here before the show, and we'll be talking and whatever, and then Bill will say, well, we got two minutes, got a minute and a half, whatever. Yeah. Well, we might say a little bit more. We know when it gets down to 20, 30 seconds, we shut up, and we wait. Exactly. We know, you know, we don't know when it's going to come on and you might hear it like the other week when we didn't know we were on because bill couldn't tell us that yeah. we were on so that's why first, you do that you know and the first part let me clarify the, where he said that that was it was coming out opening the pregame of the second game of a double header and the apology which is well the little very weak apology part, in my opinion the was at the beginning have. of the fifth inning and he right. in the part that didn't make it he goes and jim day will take you the rest of the game so and, oh, and, that was, and the balance of and the balance of fairness there have been several more apologies since then, these have been a little bit stronger than that one was. But it, you know, that wasn't a very good one. Here's the other that one. In, in, def- in defense to him, maybe he didn't realize his mic was on until, and they didn't find out about it until later on. But no, but he's coming is, into a pregame segment where he's going to say about whatever his sponsor was, and he's, he's in the studio. Know. Okay, but he's doing the game from the studio. And by the way, okay, here's one Cincinnati more. Reds are, I'm sorry, Cincinnati Sean, Reds have suspended him. They have suspended him, and it just came down, according to multiple sources, NPR is reporting this Bleacher Report. He has been fired from his gig at Fox doing football this fall. Um, no, he has not game. been. He has not been fired. He will not do NFL this year. Now you can you can take that that he probably okay. won't again, but he won't do it this year. Yeah, no, he won't do it this year. He was just. Well, and Thing this is, is not unusual. You can always assume your mic is on. Right, and this is not unusual. Uh, Let's go yeah. back to the 1950s uh, earlier, I think it was. Now, there was a guy who did a children's show on WOR. I, His name was I, Uncle Don. And I think, Chris, you've heard of the story before. I've heard the story. Uh, I've heard people deny it, too, but They deny whatever. it, but, but it, there's more people who say that that's true than that than say that it isn't. Yeah. But he was off the air. They said, eh, that's, that's it for the Uncle Don show. And supposedly he says, that old ought to hold a little, and I won't say the word, beep. So and so, and, so, and so yeah. for a while, and, yeah. And, after, and, and it ruined his career. It killed him because he couldn't get work anywhere else, and he died of a broken heart. This is not wow. unusual to see this thing, this, this oh, happening. Right. And, and it okay. have, it's so easy to happen, too. But but yeah. it, it's oh, one it's thing to have really coming back early from somewhere or something that you don't know you're on. But when you're when you're in your pregame, it's very structured, and you're, you're being counted yeah. down to. You should be. I don't see how he did that. Well, I don't know. In this case, it wasn't just dropping an F bomb, which is bad. You're not supposed to. He, when you drop, sometimes when you drop the racial slur, the homophobic slur in there, that tends to, yeah. Well, Sean, especially today, and and because of everything is very politically correct today. But we do have have two hands, so we should get to Pam and then then Mark. Can you unmute yourself, please, and we'll get to you? So if you get, and we'll get to you. And then Marty, you're going to be next. If you hit star six and unmute okay. yourself as well, please. If he's on the phone, yeah. He is. Uh, uh, go ahead, Pam. Pam, are you there? 
Somebody is. Okay, go ahead, Marty. Mar- Mar- I know there's a little bit of background news. Go, go ahead, Marty, and then we'll, we'll get to Pam. But we, we definitely want to get Pam. Around. I think we have Pam. All right. Um, I just. Uh, I hope he. I hope he gets his job back. Um, and and gets. You know, he. I didn't hear what he said. I didn't hear the whole. Uh, I was listening to my headset. Uh, what Bill played, and I didn't get the whole thing. I'm dying to know what he said. <laughs> but um, I. You know, it must have been bad enough, and you got to suspend the guy. I understand that, but I hope he gets his. You know, he's had what 33 years or something like that. 23 years yeah. of, of good broadcasting. I think that stands for something. And, I agree. Well, you know, they ought, they ought to give him his, his gig back. The word you know? rhymes with. Let's just say the word rhymes with flag and capital of the world. Okay. That's what he said. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. We okay. On, we said it on the pod. Pam, please. We did. Want, we did. We don't want to leave you out. Go ahead, please, Pam. Let's 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 hear from you as well, Pam. Oh, thank you. I and I and hello to everyone. Um, we've been we've had a lot of discussion locally about this particular issue this afternoon, and. We, one of our sports people was saying that these guys have no control over when their mic is on or, or off. However, they shouldn't anyone anyone in broadcasting should know as long as they've got a headset on, they can't. They've got to assume their mic is on, whether That's they right. control it or they don't. That's what Gary said before. Yeah, I mean, it's Bernie just said the same thing. He just said it. The mic, the mic is always on. I mean, it, it, yeah. you have to, you have to, you, you just have to assume it. You have to assume it's over there. I wonder. Here's what I wonder is if they could conceivably give him back his job next year and allow this well, thing yeah. to settle you down. Know, next year, no, Pam. The only there's no answer oh, yeah. to that question because remember, next year is a long time away, and and, 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 and he's just the, suspended with Cincinnati. He's not fired with Cincinnati. He's yeah, okay. right now, right today. now, right now. But today. tomorrow, tomorrow that could change. You got to understand. Yeah, they're gonna it, change it, tomorrow. It, it, it depends on how much protesting there is. If if the if the if the LGBT and the gay community and they all continue and they all do a lot of heavy protesting, his, his job is not going to be guaranteed. If, no. if, and, if he, not, and it's also all about sponsorships also. And if the sponsors say we, we're, yeah. not gonna, we're going to cut our advertising, he will never get a job again. Yeah, in, and they're very consistent. Yeah. It's persistent because the guy, Jerry Callahan in Boston, I forget what the issue was with him and the sponsor, but there was a whole thing. And the LBG, LGBT, I think, got involved. And it took him a long time, but they did get rid of him. The other thing they said in their statement was, we are going to evaluate our broadcast booth uh, personnel going forward, which indicates that maybe yeah. they're not ready to fire him until they know what they're going to do. Right. Also, and also, Jeff, we need, we do have, hold on, hold on, John. We do need to get to Mike. Also, wanted to go ahead, Mike. Okay, this is this hits home because we have pirate stations, underground stations in Miami that actually play songs with four-letter words, and the DJs cuss like crazy. Let me okay, tell but, you. But that doesn't well, count. Pirate that's stations. Different. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. You know why? Thing. Because they're why? not licensed. They're pirate stations, and the FCC doesn't have the staff or the or the inclination to do to do what has to be done to get rid of them. I mean, uh, unfortunately, that's a, that's a fact of life. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And but and, Jerry, but hold on well, a second. We got to get to these people. Sean, okay, please. So they're, they they raise their hand. And it's time Thank for them you. to go on. Sherry, uh, Jerry, can you can you unmute yourself, please? Uh, using star six, please. Okay, I have uh, two comments actually. Oh, first of all, I have a question: How much influence does the LGBT whatever community have uh, over broadcasts? Does it depend on the size of the market? I, I think it just depends upon how loud they are, Jerry. 
Right. Okay. Yeah. Now, Cincinnati, and I will say one thing, Jerry, Cincinnati's a more conservative city, so he's got a little bit of a shot. If it happened in San Francisco or Boston or something, he'd be dead. On, yeah. And, 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 well, and there's another, issue, is another issue you think of also, Jerry, and is that... Is that a, yeah, I was, you know, at the beginning when you were talking about the Black Information Network and the two frequencies they were thinking of using for Philadelphia, uh, 610 would probably be the best because that would cover the whole city. Uh, 1480 WDAS, it doesn't cover the whole city, and they drop from like a thousand watch day to 250 at night, and certain parts of the city don't get it at all. Like, you know, because uh, Levittown, 1490 WBCB. All right, That's thank the you very only much, Jerry. I have. Hey, can I say something? All right, real thank quick? you. Go ahead. Thank you very much, Jerry. Yeah, Bernie wanted to say yeah, something. Go ahead, yeah, Bernie. Go ahead, Bernie. Um, okay, and and I I appreciate and understand what Marty is saying about hoping he gets his job back and all that, but it doesn't matter if a first of all if a guy's been working somewhere doing something for twenty three years if he uh-huh. doesn't know better by now he's never going to know better. You got and it, it Bernie. Matter you got it. It doesn't matter what kind of community you have in that city. What he said on a mic is wrong. And it doesn't matter if it's an obscenity or a racial slur or anything else. If you're in a studio or if you're in a ballpark or you're on a microphone anywhere near it, you have absolutely no excuse. And by the way, that applies to me. If I if I were right. on the morning show and right. something happened and I and I just uttered an obscenity, I would I would just surrender right then and there because I'm sorry. It, and in fact, the fact that he's been on that long should tell him he should know better. So I say he doesn't get his job back. And, and Bernie, you work at the radio station. Aren't there memos that that come out, especially now? I'm not talking about when you started, but I'm talking about this in the last year or two. I'm, I'm sure there have been many memos to the staff about being politically correct and about keeping oh, being mindful of the station image. We have training sessions every year to talk about everything you can and can't do, right down to plugging a sponsor that uh, you're not getting paid to plug, but you might be getting a favor from. I mean, everything, you know. And But the thing is, saying an obscenity or something like that, that is so common sense. And right. I have no regard for anybody who does that. I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. to do... One thing he needs to do is maybe go, and oh I mean, this may not help him get his job, but he needs to go do a lot of public service with the LGBT community. I don't know if that'll help. And, no, it's not going to help. I'll tell you right say- now, knowing people who are of that persuasion, I will tell you right now, they're not going to sit there and forgive him, Sean. It doesn't work that way. You, you know, you're not getting it, Sean. He's not getting his job back. I, I, even though they're saying he's on leave of absence right now, Bernie is right. He's not getting his job yeah. back. It's just yeah. not going to happen. Well, I and I also think the back. man of faith. I think the man of faith comment isn't going to fly because people no. uh, that throws a lot of yeah. dirt on a lot of people who are people of faith. So the, one thing I suppose. Have anything, we, oh, good, Bernie. It doesn't have anything to do with. It doesn't have anything to do with the comment. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. But I, 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 I don't know why I said that. <laughs> but I suppose we could talk about that all night. But we do have other things, and and one of them is yeah. there is a there is a positive sports story we can tell you. We told you at the beginning of the season about that all the broadcasters were not traveling well. One broadcaster is traveling this weekend. Dan Dickerson of the Tigers will go to Cleveland and will broadcast Tiger baseball from Cleveland. Uh, Jim Price will not. He will stay back in Detroit. But Dan Dickerson will be the first broadcaster to travel this year. Now, I assume he's going to drive and co- go himself. He's not going to be transported. I would, assume, I would assume so. Yeah. But you know what? Let's, you know, it's seven. Well, it's a half hour has gone by. So let's do this. <laughs> 
How about if we get to Jennifer Sparks calling her in format changes so so the fans of Jennifer won't get too upset, okay? She might yeah. fire me. So yeah, go. right. Turn Hello, my mic everyone. off. I'm Jennifer Sparks, <laughs> and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of August 20th. WAVO 1150, Rock Hill, South Carolina, changes format from format not available to contemporary Christian and adds slogan, The Light FM. WCVA 1490, Culpeper, Virginia, changes slogan from Today's Country to 103.1 Today's Country. WFXO 98. Point three, Stewartville, Alabama, changes format from adult contemporary to sports and adds a network provider, Fox Sports Radio, and changes slogan from 98.3 Fox FM to Fox Sports Central Alabama. WJMA 103.1 Culpeper, Virginia, changes slogan from today's country to 103.1 today's country. KKDY. 102.5 West Plains, Missouri changes slogan from KDY Today's Hot New Country to KDY FM 102.5 KLBJ FM 93.7 Austin, Texas changes slogan from the Rock of Austin to 93.7 KLBJ KLKC 1540 Parsons, Kansas changes slogan from Fox Sports Radio to 1067 FM KLKC KROX FM 101.5 Buda, Texas changes slogan from 101X Independent Alternative to 101X Alternative KUKU FM 100.3 Willow Springs, Missouri changes slogan from Cool Country Classics to KUKU 100.3 KWPM 1450 West Plains, Missouri changes slogan from 1450 News Radio to 105.1 News Radio KWPM 1450 WETC 540 Wendell Zebulon North Carolina changes slogan from Catholic 540 AM Divine Mercy Radio to Divine Mercy Radio 540 AM WILS 1320 Lansing Michigan changes slogan from More Compelling Talk 1320 to 1320 WILS WKJO 102.3 Smithfield, North Carolina changes format from country to classic country WLKX FM 95.9 Forest Lake, Minnesota changes format from classic hits to oldies and changes slogan from the Killer B to the Q radio WRPM 1300 Princeton, Minnesota changes format from classic hits to oldies and changes slogan from the Killer B to the Q radio WSMI FM 106.1 Litchfield, Illinois changes slogan from radio you can count on to country FM 106.1 WXCR 92.3 New Martinsville, West Virginia changes slogan from Classic Rock Station 
92 WXCR 92.3 WXKZ FM 105.3 Prestonsburg, Kentucky changes format from oldies to classic hits. WXLA 1180 Diamonddale, Michigan changes format from adult standards to soft AC and changes slogan from unforgettable 1180 to easy 93.3. KNGT 99.5 Lake Charles, Louisiana changes slogan from Gator Country to Gator 99.5. KRTT 88.1 Great Bend, Kansas changes slogan from Divine Mercy Radio 88.1 to Divine Mercy 88.1 Great Bend. KTAE 1260 Elgin, Texas changes network provider from Westwood One NBC Sports Network to SB Nation Radio. KTIC 840 West Point, Nebraska changes slogan from 840 Rural Radio to KTIC 840 AM 98.3 FM 98.7 FM KTNC 1230 Falls City Nebraska changes format from oldies to classic hits KTXX FM 104.9 B Cave Texas changes network provider from Westwood One NBC Sports Network to SB Nation Radio KVDM 88.1 Hayes, Kansas changes slogan from Divine Mercy Radio 88.1 to Divine Mercy 88.1 Hayes. WAUD 1230 Auburn, Alabama changes slogan from The Voice of Auburn to AM 1230 WAUD WAUK 540 Jackson, Wisconsin changes format from Talk to Sports and adds network provider ESPN Radio Network and adds slogan 5:40 a.m. ESPN WGRT 102.3 Port Huron, Michigan changes slogan from your great music station to WGRT 102.3 FM WNCK 89.5 Nantucket, Massachusetts changes slogan from Nantucket's NPR station 89.5 WNCK to WNCK 89.5 KZEL FM 96.1 Eugene, Oregon changes format from silent to classic rock and adds slogan 96.1 KZEL KQEG FM 102.7 La Crescent, Minnesota changes calls to WKBH FM WKOX 1430 Everett, Massachusetts changes format from Spanish hits to gospel music and changes slogan from Marumba 1430 to 1430 The Light. KBFL FM 99.9 Buffalo, Missouri changes format from adult standards to sports and changes network provider from music of your life to ESPN radio network and changes slogan from music of your life 99.9 
to ESPN Radio, Jock 96.9-99.9-1060 AM, KWTO 560 Springfield, Missouri, changes slogan from Keep Watching the Ozarks to KWTO News Talk Radio, KWTO FM 98.7 Springfield, Missouri, changes format from sports to adult hits and changes slogan from Jock 98.7 to 98.7 The Dove. WUDE FM 106.3 Bolivia, North Carolina changes calls to WPGI FM. WTPA 1590 St. Petersburg Beach, Florida changes city of license from St. Petersburg Beach to Palm River Clare Mel. WAGL FM 96.7 Portville, New York changes calls to WUDE FM. The following stations have signed off the air. KSEL 1450 Portales, New Mexico. KHDN 1230 Hardin, Montana. WARM 590 Scranton, Pennsylvania. WBMQ 630 Savannah, Georgia. And those are your call letter and format changes for this week for All Things Radio. I'm Jennifer Sparks wishing all of you a very good week. Wow. Thank you. Uh, only one, one, one classic station that went off the air was one that was a pretty big rock station serving that area of Pennsylvania. I guess it's Western Pennsylvania, going to Western Pennsylvania, towards Western Pennsylvania is uh, Allentown, Pennsylvania. That's WARM in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Very yeah. cool rock top 40 station. Yep. Yep. And if you'd like to hear what they sound like and you don't have an air check of them, and I'm going to try to find an air check of them, but if you have the old cruising albums, from the uh, the day they came out in the 1960s, they were produced by Ron Jacobs. One of those, they were radio announcers who reenacted what the radio station sounded like. Those individuals who worked for those stations. You'll find WARM in one of those uh, as one of those radio stations. We have a Pam and we have Joe. Joe, um, I believe it's in Albuquerque. Can you unmute yourself by hitting a star six, please, Joe? All right, Ellen. I'm sorry. Hit star six on your on your touchstone phone, please. And so you can unmute yourself. There you go. Go ahead, Ellen. Here I am. <laughs> okay, I was just going to comment on that last uh, segment. No matter how, no matter how that comes out, that was in very poor taste. And it was, you know, so I just thought I'd throw that. Yeah, I was imagining what was going on, and I'm thinking he was talking to somebody off mic yeah. who was who was maybe even in his headset, who he thought was keeping him off the air, who would know whether he was on, and he just didn't even think that he got on. A, a third person might have put him on or whatever. So I'm thinking that's what it is. There's no excuse, but I'm just saying yeah. it had to be. Yeah, that's just out of the out blue. Uh, but it doesn't that's matter. But, uh, but the buck stops here. I think we can end right. this subject. I think we've had enough of it. I think we've talked it out. And I we'll think, talk more about it Sunday night. And, and, and you can hear more about it on the sports uh, talk right. show. Uh, on the sports lounge, pa- Pam, can you unmute yourself, Pamela, please, and so we can get you on the air, please. And uh, then when you, uh, we, I know you want. Go ahead, Pam. All right, uh, just a quick question. What's your opinion, especially maybe Bernie? You might, you might want to shed some light on this, and or Bill, um, with reference to all the sports stations that seem to change networks. From oh, there were several that changed from NBC to SB Nation. I'm wondering how many of these sports networks are going to stay around given the fact well, that we've got Fox that just celebrated 20 years 
Yeah, they're and, in their 20s. Let me, and real quickly, Pam, got, let me correct you on that one in Austin. That change was actually about, and it's not Jennifer's fault. It's the system or the, where she got the source. But that actually happened about four years ago. They've been... FB Nation at night, now Sports Map Radio, they did that change on August 1st. They've been that way since late 20, since the fall of 2016. So it's not Jennifer's fault on that. So. What, I, what I'm yeah. getting to, what I'm getting to, though, is you've got CBS Radio, you've got NBC, you've got SB Nation, you've got Fox, you've got ESPN, yeah. and and whatever, and there may be some other littler ones that I don't know about. Yeah, say goodbye That's to NBC. Line. Yeah, get, say goodbye to NBC Sports Radio. That's gonna probably end up going away at some yeah. point because Westwood yeah, is just pretty much gone already. Is, is losing a bucket load of money on it. The big three are CBS, ESPN, and Fox, and they have a decent number of affiliates. And what happens is, Pam, you've got an AM station. You want to keep it because you want to put some programming on there at another time of day or simulcast a team or do something because the AM is a deep signal or something like that. 850 here is ESPN, and they use them for BC sports and a lot of things like that. So they're for other purposes. They're there usually for another reason and, you know, maybe a local morning show in some smaller markets. So they got to have some programming, and sometimes that that's, you know, the premier talk shows are taken or they don't want to do liberal talk so that's what they end up with or they yeah. use an overnight or weekend well, overnight and weekend program yeah. after if they're doing local up until the evening they, they need some filler time it's just easy to, to pick up a cbs sports radio or fox sports or like i said fb nation just became sports map or espn it's easy just to pick it up i yeah, think the problem is that we time. have too many of these sports networks and unfortunately it's going to be whatever is the most it does the best programming yeah. it can be. i think those three I, those three are pretty stable i think they're going to be around the other ones i think it will probably go eventually well, well you know go ahead bill I you're going to say, say something espn is your dominant whether we like their lineup or don't like it, they seem to be the most dominant sports radio. And then comes Fox, of course, then CBS, and then whatever they're calling themselves today, sports, sports map. map. Radio. Sports map, yeah. There's always and, going yeah, to be. They are a cure for insomnia, too. So SB right. Last time I heard them, they were SB Nation. That's a good cure for insomnia. Oh, man. Well, here's, yeah, the, here's the other part of the problem. You just turn that on. And you One thing right you know out. that ESPN is, right is really trying is that, have, have you noticed that they're telling their affiliates, you will pick up some portion, at least some portion of our national programming. Yeah, It's not like it used to yeah. be. So that's why you're seeing stations finding ways to keep the local programming and still add the national programming. But I, if that national programming doesn't do well, then they're going to say, look, we're not making any money this way and we're not, we're going to drop it. So yeah, it, it, yeah they, they've, They've changed it up a little bit. They like, like you said before, they made you run Mike and Mike, and then you could do local. Now they're saying just pick it up, whatever. And I will say this: I'll give ESPN Radio because I've checked out some of the lineup this week. I'm not impressed with the morning show, but one smart thing they did: Mike Greenberg with him and Mike and Mike when they had the morning show, he was probably that was their strongest show. They put him on at a decent time slot now for trying to get you know where people are going to pick him up in middays because he's on at the t- same time as Cowherd and Jim Rome and then in the non-sports as Limbaugh. So they're putting a strong yeah, name at that time. He's a good host. Yeah, he's a good host. One thing I did he's observe, heard. one thing I observed, now I happened to be with my daughter, and we went to one of, one of my favorite pizza places in downtown Albany, and they had the television on. No no radio. They normally used to do uh, satellite radio. They'd have the XM or satellite radio, the Soul Town Channel, Sirius XM, whatever they call it. Um, yeah. But they had the Rich Eisen show. 
And that's I think that's distributed by Fox, if I'm not mistaken, but I could be wrong. Uh, he's AT&T Sportsnet. Okay, so he was on te- and, he was on television, and I'm sitting there the watching. Audi- yeah, AT&T Sportsnet and the Audience Network on TV. And I'm sitting there watching this channel, listening to it, and they they they, they the two of them were talking, talking, talking for almost an, a 45 minutes without taking one phone call. Just and they were just talking back and forth to each other. I I, I kind of found it a little bit boring, but again, I'm not a sports person, but. It just, I don't know, it didn't, it, it didn't sound entertaining to me, but that's just me. Yeah. I heart dropped him June 1st. I don't know who's syndicating him now on radio, but, but yeah, his, uh, he was, he, his show was not very good. Across the border from I'm, I'm gonna, We recognize Mike, and I'm going to direct these comments to Bernie. Bernie in Indianapolis, we have ESPN, which is on 93.5, 107.5, and 10.70. Fox is on 12.60, and if they want to do brokered programming, they just cut right in the middle of program. Yeah. That station oh, yeah. is a great candidate for what is it? Uh, what is it? Black Information Network or something like that? Or I mean, fourteen thirty. These networks are on the worst possible exposure you could possibly know. Oh yeah, fourteen thirty doesn't even show up in the ratings now. No. I mean, well, and in the in the last book, uh, uh, twelve sixty barely showed up. I mean, they yeah. were way they were down at the bottom. Right. So it's oh. it it's what I'm saying is something's going to have to change. I mean, I don't know, but they're putting these networks at the very, 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 very bottom. I mean, 1260 will be right in the middle of a show. We're going to cut off for some type of business promo for whatever, whatever, whatever. Then they will come right back in. How There's just no way. We have better programming on the legend. I mean, for Gee, many Christmas. Now I'm going to shut up. Okay. <laughs> you know, and Chris, as I said before, and I think Chris, you, you kind of would agree with me. We have a lot of sports networks out there, and only the yeah. only ones with the best programming will survive. That's all I can say. That's um, right. Yep. I, I don't. I don't. I don't see any way around it. Mike, go ahead, Mike. Yeah, we have a situation in Miami, and I keep calling them and asking them. WLRN, they have a, uh, a talk show. Sometimes they want to take phone calls, and a lot of stations don't want to take phone calls anymore from the audience. I don't know why. In fact, I was at they a... They take texts. Yeah. A lot of them take texts and, yeah. and Twitter and, and email, email and all that. Rhythm yeah. you, know why they don't, the... you, know, you know why they don't always take phone calls either? Because if they if they rerun that show, no matter what time of day it is, it doesn't uh-huh. seem... If they take... if You know, they don't want to take phone calls because uh, because it's a lot more work for them to do that. And wow. uh, when Rush... Like, even Rush Lewis doesn't take a ton of phone calls. He could sit there and talk for an hour without taking a phone call. And people yeah, want to listen. I was at two stations in St. Louis, um, I mean, two, and and I asked them why they didn't take phone calls on their FM, uh, Cairo FM, and they said, I don't know. I said, why don't you take, they said, I don't know, we just don't. It's, it's that's, that's been a trend yeah. in the last 10 or 15 years yeah. fewer and fewer yeah. phone calls and and i, I wonder if people... the audience if they notice the ratings maybe gary because i know myself if i'm listening to a sports talk show and i like the host and they're having an interesting discussion and they take up you know fred in the car i'll give fred about 10 seconds but if i don't think fred's a good caller i'm going to tune it out you know and, that, exactly. and, that, and, and they pre-screen the calls so much now that that that, that, that you know that that 90 percent of the calls aren't going to get on the air marty can you unmute yourself? You had your hand raised. Get star six on that touchstone phone. And what? Hey, All right. I, I, I was going to say uh, apologize to you. 
Oh, you do? Why? Come on so, I didn't mean to come on so strong earlier. I just have very definite opinions about that. That's so, okay. And that's, yeah, that, that's fine. You, you stay in them articulately, and I, I appreciate that. And that's, uh, but then speaking of talk shows, um, which we kind of got one going on here, I know <laughs> the sports, the giant station in uh, San Francisco, KMBR, they have a host named Marty Lurie, who, um, Pre-game, he would do a lot of his own interviews. He'd interview people, uh, authors who've written books about baseball, baseball players, baseball coaches. It was really interesting. The post-game show, which until he did it until this year, he'd take callers. I never listened to that because half the time, either the people weren't very articulate yeah. and or, or you know, they, they thought things that I already thought you know, or whatever. Um, yeah, I a lot just, of them I, half I, in the bag by the time they left the stadium. Yeah, so. yeah. And it's, 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 it's amazing to hear. And Mike Greenberg is taking phone calls a lot on his show, I've noticed this week so far. Okay. Well, but I know that's how I feel. I'd rather hear a good interview um, All right. than, you know, ha- uh, than Beer Keg and, and, and Santa Rosa talking about the Giants and why they've lost 50 games. I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Sometimes the drunk phone calls on postgame shows are entertaining, though. Well, why don't yeah, we move I think on? so. I'm like, yeah. yeah, why don't we move on? Because I'm getting, uh, getting interested to find out about what's happening in Chicago with the blizzard of 1967. Or Jeff? I'm getting cold here. I'm out in the middle of the snow there, Bill. It's 100 uh, below here. So. It's August, I mean, and I'm going yeah. to Florida next week, and it's 93 degrees, and the air conditioning doesn't work, and I'm going to Florida, <laughs> and we're doing a thing. <laughs> right. yeah. Oh, my. One thing you're going to find this interesting, Chris, this is small. Well, let's see. How can I say this? The Suburban cities radio. This is not done from a WBBM or a WGN. Oh, okay. This is the smaller stations in the market, the ones that may not even be on the air today. But that's mm-hmm. why I think you're going to find this a little bit more interesting. It's a little bit more small town news in Chicago. Well, here we go. Through the combined news facilities of WCGO and WPAS-FM, here is the latest South Suburban, regional, national, and international news. Brought to you in part by the Girardi Funeral Home, 2520 Chicago Road in Chicago Heights. Snow, 23 inches of it, is on the ground in the South Suburban area this afternoon. That was the grand total as of 9 this morning. It included another 2.8 inches that fell during the early morning hours. All motorists are urged not to use their cars unless there is an urgent need to do so. High drifts and abandoned cars have closed roads and highways in the south suburban area. Residents are urged to stay at home if possible. Those who must get to their jobs should leave their cars at home, either walk or attempt to take public transportation. At the present, there is no bus transportation in the south suburban area. For the report from conditions at St. James Hospital, here is newsman Ted Anthony. This is Ted Anthony reporting uh, for WCTO WTAS News at St. James Hospital. Uh, Sister Georgette has told us that presently the hospital is understaffed. Uh, normally during this period of day they would have 35 to 40 doctors. Right now they have about four or five. Right now it's about four. The uh, emergency room is very quiet. They've been receiving phone calls from various people throughout the area. Uh, and They've been trying to give uh, instructions over the phone uh, to help people in any situation which they possibly can help. The uh, OB wards, well, that's another story again because they uh, cannot get 
uh, people here to the hospital. Roads are literally impassable throughout the area. Uh, Chief Leone from the uh, Chicago Heights Fire Department uh, is out in his own vehicle, the fire inspector's vehicle, and another vehicle with a, pl a bulldozer in front of it right now. Uh, this is the only way that uh, people who are critically ill or critically uh, injured can uh, get to the hospital. This, this is what he's doing right now. Uh, as far as uh, the food situation here at the hospital, the um, A&P food store on Halstead and uh, Chicago Heights has offered to help with the milk shortage. Dixie Dairy will be helping with the milk shortage just as soon as they can get a truck out. Uh, as far as the bread situation, Pearson's Bakery on Chicago Road and, uh, and Nacolani Place is uh, offering to help with the bread problem. There is a bread shortage and they are rationing it right now, but things are uh, going along as well as can be expected. The, uh, as far as the personnel problem here at the hospital with uh, RNs and nurses, Sister Georgette uh, would urge that volunteer registered nurses and nurses' aides call the hospital to find out if they can be of any service. Uh, possibly some RNs who would be off today or uh, who might be listening uh, would call the hospital because there might be a shortage on the night shift tonight. The uh, people who are here right now uh, will be resting during the day to try and fill in the uh, gap tonight on the night shift. Now, I was at the Chicago Heights Police Department prior to being at the hospital, and uh, the police department has four uh, squads out right now. They can't, their men cannot get to the uh, to the police department. The uh, fire trucks, at, for one example, at Fire Station 3 are, are just completely uh, snowed in. They, uh, there is no way of getting out, and uh, Fire Chief Leone had mentioned again that uh, this is one excellent reason why the city does need four-wheel vehicles if this were uh, in existence right now, this problem would not be so apparent. It wouldn't be such a hazard. Uh, Captain Jerecki walked uh, for about an hour and a half this morning to get to the uh, police station to see what he could do. And uh, this is just a, a complete, complete mess in the city of Chicago Heights. And uh, one other thing, uh, Fire Chief Leone mentioned that people should please uh, clear away fire hydrants if a fire truck does have to get out. Have all fire hydrants possible that you can see, that you know in your neighborhood, clear them out immediately, uh, if, if not sooner, because this could be a, a very great hazard uh, in the fighting a fire if these ha hydrants were not cleared. So that's it for right now. This is Ted Anthony reporting for WCGRWTAS News at St. James Hospital. Here's a roundup of conditions throughout the south suburban area. At Park Forest, roads are not passable. The shopping center is closed. There are no serious injuries reported. Of course, schools are closed in Park Forest. At Dalton, stores, schools, and shops are closed. Thorn Ridge is housing 300 pupils and 12 teachers who have been there uh, since yesterday afternoon. Another 200 persons are being sheltered at the Dalton Bowl, and food is being taken in by Dalton police. At Midlothian, all roads are blocked in the area. Eight to ten foot drifts are reported in front of stores. At Riverdale, 150 persons are being housed and fed at the Riverdale Village Hall. Doctors are in attendance there. At Calumet City, the four snow plows are stuck in snow drifts. Just a uh, high lift truck is now available for police to use uh, for emergency, and that is being used in emergency operations to bring insulin and oxygen to those needing it. At Evergreen Park, the shopping plaza there is
is closed. Schools and shops are closed, and Evergreen Park had a uh, fatality uh, from an apparent heart attack when a resident uh, shoveling snow suffered a heart attack. John Ivis, 54 years old, of 2932 West 99th Street in Evergreen Park, was dead on arrival at Little Company of Mary Hospital. In Oak Lawn, businesses are closed down. In Blue Island, about 99% of the roads and uh, shops are closed. There are no injuries reported either at Blue Island or Oak Lawn. At Harvey, uh, traffic is stopped. Uh, no injuries uh, reported there. Uh, state police at Blue Island report uh, very few injuries from traffic accidents throughout the South Suburban area because uh, there's not enough traffic and not enough speed to cause a serious accident. Here with more weather news is WCGO and WTAS News Director Joe Palsick. Impossible, unbelievable, and just a complete mess. Those are the key descriptions from village officials from the Homewood Flossmore area. Homewood police say for all purposes the community is isolated in terms of movement of any kind of traffic, and that includes walking. Snow plows are attempting to move about, but it's almost hopeless as they too become snowbound. The word is there's no sense trying to get in or out of town. As in Flossmoor, the Homewood Village Hall has some 30 stranded occupants. Coffee and meals are being offered for the stranded. Fire department crews are assisting in the operations. In Flossmoor, one crew battled their way to pick up a druggist in response to a call from a patient for medicine. Flossmoor Police Chief Clifford Pauling says travel is ideal if you have a horse or snowshoes, but difficult even with those additions. The village's two plows have been knocked out by the storm, but a short time ago, one machine began again at a snail's pace. The IC reportedly, the IC trains are reportedly moving, but not necessarily on schedule. And speaking of the IC, I, along with hundreds and possibly thousands who attempted to be clever late yesterday, well, you never know, I boarded an IC train last night in Chicago and crossed the 635 at 7.40 at Van Buren. Well, that 40-minute trip or so took until 2 a.m. this morning. We, along with possibly six or seven other trains, ran into a switching, a minor switching problem at 115th and Kensington. There's no doubt that the IC commuters have patience. If it wasn't for comedy relief, it's hard to tell what could have happened. There was a major scuffle, one, on the train as several persons became ill for one reason or another. During the six-hour stopover, many commuters toboggan down the embankment and eventually into some sort of an oasis. Of course, there were those who were legitimately ill but could do very little because of the absence of washrooms or any facility on the IC. Nevertheless, the efforts of the understanding of an example what first appeared to be an IC conductor, later discovered to be a naval officer, who waltzed down the aisle bravely after four stranded hours saying, hope you're having a pleasant journey. Well, it did help pass the time to morning anyway. But with no communications inside or outside of the train and platforms wherever they are, a journey one will never forget too soon. Just ask a few thousand who were there. This is Joe Paul Six reporting. We'll have more news after this message.
nights, weekends, and during the summer. If you don't help, nobody else will. That'll take you back, Chris. I love that song. Yeah. Don't, don't fence me in. <laughs> don't fence me in, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the thing about that, that was an interesting storm because it, it came in 67. We didn't have much snow, and we hadn't had a storm in my lifetime that I remember that big, over 20 inches, until a couple years later. And then, of course, we had the big blizzard of 78. But the thing is, I was dialing around, I think it was a Friday. I guess thinking it hit Thursday night into Friday, and I was dialing around listening to CFL and, and WLS, and they were covering it, too, just like, you know, people had news departments, and WBBM, of course, was doing a good job. And they actually in the jingle that uh, as much a part of Chicago as WCFL, they mentioned that storm. And they say the, the traffic when that awful snowfall fell or whatever, you know, mix, mixing it in with a rhubarb by DeRocher and <laughs> hot dogs hot and kosher. That, they had that in the jingle because it was so memorable to everybody. But it was really the first time I ever heard coverage of a, a storm that big because we had had some big ones here, but not that big yet. Wow. Quite, uh, I don't I don't remember the Chicago blizzard, but I do remember a blizzard, I think, around 1965 or 66 in New York City that crippled everything. And I was so happy I had no school. My parents were upset. You've got to go to school. But I, I loved it. Wow. Go ahead, Bill. Do you guys remember the blizzard? Well, we were big in Indiana, and I happened to be in Social Security training class in, in 78. Do you remember the blizzard of 78? We had one on the East Coast, but I know there was one in the Midwest because our friend Judy tells me about it, that there was a big one uh, in the Midwest, yeah. And I don't remember the 78 one, Bill, but there was a bad one in um, 96 that I remember. That one was pretty bad. I also remember a blizzard in 77 because it was really big in Buffalo back then. But in 77, we got hit with a blizzard in Syracuse as well, and I remember that. You know, but now in places like Buffalo, though, Jeff, the, those oh. they get the, the lake effect snow, and that makes it even worse. Well, so does Syracuse. We, we get, the, we get the, the lake effect snow as well, so I know about that. And, you know, I just remember, in of all places, San Antonio, 1985, when they had 14 inches of snow on January 11th in San wow. Antonio. And you can imagine with the lack of equipment. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, it was interesting. Oh, you know, yeah, people trying to drive on. Uh, drive. Uh, can, I ask Marty, uh, can I ask Marty to uh, mute himself? Because I'd like him to talk a little bit about the segment that we're going to present next. But, but uh, I want to say something before we oh, do I'm that. I'm sorry, guy. Bill. No, no problem. And I meant to do this earlier, and I need to do this before we all get real busy. Please remember Steve Nomer in the hospital. Um, I'm sure he would appreciate your prayers and good thoughts. It's going to be a a while before he gets back, so please, please remember Steve and all he does for the legend and people and what he does for radio. So please keep that in mind. Now go ahead with regular programming, Jeff. Okay. Marty, I, I did right. the intro for this particular segment, and, and it, because it's a little long, I wanted to have you talk about him very briefly. Uh, we're going to we're going to pass present, I should say, an individual who passed away about two weeks ago, Pat O'Day, at the age of eighty-five, who was really, you know, when you think of New York, you think of Dan Ingram, and when you think of Boston, top forty rated, maybe of Jefferson K or Arnie Wilmot Ginsburg or any of those people. But in Seattle, the one that you think of is definitely Pat O'Day. Can just tell me just a little bit about Pat O'Day? Keep it kind of brief because this is like a 60-minute air check. Go ahead, ahead, Marty. I'll do my best to keep it brief. That's a little hard for me, but I will try. Uh, Pat O'Day, um, one of the things that he uh, loved was hydroplane racing. He was the first guy that I know that quit hydroplane races on an FM station in 1977 in stereo. 
<laughs> and uh, and it was it was pretty cool. And he he had bought an FM station in Seattle. Another Patterday story. Uh, Nineteen sixty-seven. He and Wayne Newton were good buddies. They used to when Wayne would come to Seattle in concert. Pat would take care of him, drive him around and stuff. Well, it happened. The Wayne Newton came to town the weekend of the hydroplane races. And Pat says, Wayne, I need you to do me a favor. And Wayne says, what? And Pat says, well, um, this year, the because of the TV strike, I've got hydroplane race broadcasting I'm going to do on this little independent TV station in Tacoma, and I need an analyst. I need a color guy. How would you like to do it? And Wayne goes, Pat, I've never seen a hydroplane race. I don't know any the first thing about them. And um, Pat says, look, I'll get you up to speed, and you're a performer. You can do this. And so, by golly, he did. All right. Um, wow. On, sun, on Sunday afternoon, uh, for part, at least part of the race day, Wayne Newton and Pat O'Day teamed up doing hydroplane races on KTVW Channel 13. <laughs> well, uh, boy, that'd be some film to have if anybody had a tape of that. That'd be pretty cool. And, 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 yeah, and, it would be. And, and I know we don't talk about it too much. I mean, we're not going to dwell on it. But he did have a minor cocaine habit, and he, he always plugged the hospital that cured him. Am I correct about that, Marty? Yes, he was doing commercials into his 80s for Schick Shadle. It's a 10-day rehab program that used, I guess, hypnosis and aversion therapy. At the very end, he would go, and if you wonder if you can do this, I'm telling you, it works. And I know because I did it. I'm Pat O'Day. And right. it, was, it was great. So why wow. don't we do this? Why it don't we listen great. to Pat O'Day? And, and, you're gonna, and he was, was not having a great day with this particular show because the EBS receiver wasn't working properly and it kept going off in the middle of his show. So I think you're going to enjoy this. I, I really enjoyed listening to Pat O'Day on this air check. A few weeks ago, the world of broadcasting lost an icon. His name is Pat O'Day, and he passed away at the age of 85. If you lived in Seattle, Washington, you'd definitely know who Pat O'Day was. He was the force to be reckoned with on radio station KGRAM in Seattle, Washington. The air check you're going to hear is from November 28, 1966. So without further ado, let's listen to a rather irreverent Pat O'Day working at radio station KJRAM from Seattle, Washington, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. This has been Seattle Today, an hourly feature of KJRAM. JR News. In a moment, the automatic time total mark the top of the hour. Meantime, revise the Jet City forecast to read mostly cloudy. Periods of rain today, tonight, and tomorrow. Expected high 55. The overnight low will be 45. On the coast, it's 3 p.m. This is KJR, serving the Pacific Northwest from Seattle. Six o'clock. Speaking uh, specifically, in behalf of our our hours on the radio, we'd like to 
Welcome you to the Paddle Day program. I'm going to play for you a great big hit right now. This is called Snoopy versus the Red Baron. When you listen to the Paddle Day program at 3.09 in the afternoon. Please, Mr. Caravan, hand me your line, because I love it. Caravel fashion watches by Boulevard at jewelry counters from 12.95. What a line. Paddle Day. Ten minutes after 3 p.m. right now. It's Seattle 95, all a request, All-American KJR. It begins next week. KJR will play Super Name It and Claim It every night between 8 and 9 p.m. We'll give away every record we play in that hour each night. It starts Monday at number one KJR. And starting, of course, tonight on the uh, Larry Lujak program, to 8 and 9, the KJR... We've got a thing which keeps going off in here. I don't know <laughs> what the deal is. Here in the background, thing called the emergency broadcasting system, and it's supposed to stay off and only come on in emergencies, and there ain't no emergency because they have a signal that keeps going off, and it's driving me bugs. But then I didn't have far to go, friends. It's 11, 10 minutes after uh, uh, whatever time I go on the road. 3 o'clock in the afternoon, 10 minutes after 3, the weather forecast. Little rain or drizzle tonight. Lamar, there it goes again. Partial clearing in the... Help! Partial clearing in the afternoons. Mild uh, highs with about 55. With uh, Vandy Cam's fruit cake on hand, you're always ready to offer a special welcome to holiday guests. Vandy Cam's fruit cake is rich and moist, filled with candied fruits and walnuts, almonds, and pecans. You can choose both light and dark fruit cake for ready to serve variety. Now for the Vandy Cam's, uh, now for the holiday, save 20 cents on Vandy Cam's one pound fruit cake at $1.29. The two pound size at $2.49 saves you 40 cents. Choose your holiday fruitcakes under the sign of quality. The Blue Windmill outside a supermarket telling you there's a Vandy Camps bakery store located on the inside. These are the Beach Boys. I love the colorful clothes you wear. Good vibrations of the Beach Boys from All American KJR 421 the number to call to hear your favorite. It's 315 in Seattle. I can't find anything this afternoon. I have just absolutely uh, lost everything I've laid my hands on today. Right now, I'm looking for a, a commercial I can't find. Here, commercial. Here it is. I, I found it, friend. Is my Bank America card good in Centralia? 16 minutes after 3 o'clock, Mall American All Request KJR 316, temperature in Seattle, 51 degrees right now. Hiya, sweetie, hop in. Take Tyrend. Cloudy, muggy Seattle, covered by kind of bullish uh, clouds today, 51 degrees. Remember this, Petula Clark, a year ago. About eight or nine months, anyway. Digging Petula Clark. That's not what the guy says in the Coke commercials. Now here's the sound that everybody's digging. The sound of Petula. Oh, he makes more money than I do. I don't have to go through those 
riggers. It's 20 minutes. Speaking of riggers, uh, notice the shipyard is still apparently on strike over here. Makes it kind of nice here at KJR. We don't have the parking problem that we usually have. 20 minutes after 3 o'clock on K our road report, by the way, on 26 Southwest. They put new gravel on it. This is an age of progress, friends. And after two years of putting up with a mud hole out here, the engineers have seen fit to lay a new substance on the road called gravel. <laughs> and it's really wonderful now. <laughs> It's called gravel. That's right. When you go shopping for intimate apparel, slimwear, it's for you. Beautiful. For my next selection, I'd like to play a song that's like about number one in the country. These are the sounds of the new vaudeville band. Winchester Cathedral. when you shop at, uh, well, the Music City in Burien, 1st Avenue South and 153rd. At Music City at 832, 110th Northeast, just two blocks east of the Northgate Shopping Center. That's Vox. It's the name to look for. This is KJR, serving the sound from Seattle. 19-year-old youth has entered a surprise plea of guilty to murder charges and the death of a woman in a Seattle apartment. Details of this and other stories on Seattle Today in 25 KJR Minutes. This is Charles C. Boland. Hey, have I got goodies for you at 28 minutes after 3 o'clock. One of the outstanding records in the nation this week. Frank Sinatra, that's life. That's life. Valerie area 
and uh, all of the Georgetown area and all, as a matter of fact, everywhere. The Cage Hair All-American Basketball Team opening the season against Cleveland High School. That game is coming up, of course, this Thursday night at the Aza Mercer Junior High. And uh, the Cage Hair All-American team this year, of course, will uh, feature many great well-known athletes, as well as all the KJR DJs playing the Cleveland High faculty. That big game coming up, of course, this coming Thursday night at 8 p.m. Look for Tiger Tom Murphy out there on the floor as he'll once again lead the KJR All-Americans onto the floor. 26 to 4 o'clock, paddle day from KJR. Tijuana Brass on KJR and their song Up Cherry Street. It's 23 minutes away from 4 o'clock. You're listening to the Paddle Day program with 51 degrees. Oh, my friends, do you know what's happening at the Governor Bazaar? Well, I'll tell you. As soon as I get the piece of paper out here, I'll tell you. Christmas shopping is family fun at Govmar Bazaar. 101,000 first quality items for home and family, plus 4,000 lowest food prices anywhere. New Christmas shopping hours at all Govmar Bazaar stores, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. till 10 p.m. and Saturday, 10 to 7. Sunday from noon to 7. Gifts galore, all low discount priced and no membership cards required to save Christmas money at the Govmar Bazaar. Renton, Burien, Tacoma. And on Aurora North, here in Seattle, we're talking about the Gov Mart Bazaar. 23 minutes till 4 o'clock on the Paddle Day Festival. That's, I always, I think everybody's getting kind of tired of program. You don't want to say show anymore. Hi, this is the Paddle Day Show. I think festival would be very good if we had, uh, you know, dancing native girls. And, uh, offering roast pigs for sacrifices and I don't know, something to... I got some troubles but they won't last Yes, the orthopedic hospital holly box is an awfully good thing. It contains uh, pictures of the hollies. <laughs> um, I just said that I was uh, glibly ad-libbing there while I found the actual information cleverly uh, uh, extemporaneously filling in. Send a gift of shining green holly at Christmas and help a sick or crippled child at the Children's Orthopedic Hospital and Medical Center. Call Holly Box, Lakeview 46220. You, you businessmen, uh, if you like to send little remembrances to your clients, but uh, not well enough to go out and shop for things, uh, you can just call the Orthopedic Hospital and give them the names. What does it cost? Someone says here somewhere how much it costs. All it takes is one phone call. We know that. It costs $100. Uh, and that doesn't cost $100. Northwest Cut Holly, 16 It doesn't cost $50. That's dumb Tom Murphy in the background there. Our, uh, our uh, retarded noon to three man. Uh, I don't know how much it costs for They'll tell you when you call Lakeview 46220 out there. I just promise you they'll tell you how much it costs. 19 to 4 o'clock is this whole thing of mine. Today, I'll start my comeback about 4:30 today. I had too much to dream last night. <laughs> I wish that's all I'd had last night was something to dream. At 16 minutes, I had something to dream. All right. Uh, 16 minutes away from 4 o'clock. Would you like to get into the broadcasting biz? Hmm. 
Well, today, the business of broadcasting, both radio and television stations, offer a lot of you uh, out there with your little walkie-talkies think you're in the broadcasting business. This is different. Uh, radio and television offers fabulous opportunities to qualified young people. Have you seen the people with their walkie-talkies out hunting this year? They've all got... Hi, George. This is Sam. I'm on the hill. Oh, okay, Sam. I'm down here. You know, they pay $100 for these walkie-talkies. Seen any deer? No, I haven't. Today, the business of broadcasting, both radio and television stations, offer fabulous opportunities to qualified young people. You'd be amazed how many managers of radio and television stations contact the Ron Bailey School to broadcast every week. There's one now. Uh, these managers are anxious to know when more trained disc jockeys, newscasters, announcers, and technicians will be ready for job openings. These radio and television jobs require trained people and the professionals of the Ron Bailey School of Broadcast are ready to see you safely through to success. Why don't you visit or phone the Ron Bailey School of Broadcast now and discuss your future in broadcasting. They can be filled with security, money, girls, no, no, not girls, and a job you look forward to every day. Simply phone Mutual 2 3696 or stop in at the Ron Bailey School of Broadcast 170 Danny Way near the Space Needle. Don't delay. Winter classes are forming right now. Mutual 2 3696. That's MU2 3696. Paddle Day from All American All Request. KJR Martha the Vandellas with the song. It's getting a lot of calls. It's called I'm Ready for Love. Yes, I'm ready for love on KJR. The, the, aren't we all? Martha the Vandellas at 11 till 4 on the Paddle Day program. Save, You're listening to the Paddle Day program of the afternoon. We give away the first record we play every hour. That's the first record after the news. When you hear it, call 421 and the first person to correctly identify it. We mail it to them. Simon and Garfunkel with a hazy shade of Simon and Garfunkel on KJR. Called the Hazy Shade of Winter. This is the Hazy Paddle Day program. Had a shade in front of 4 o'clock with the Liverpool Five. If it's love that you want. You have just listened to another hour of KJR. Specially produced to bring you music, music entertainment, and news. This is Charles C. Boland with Seattle Today at 3.55 p.m. fishing trial underway. Details of that story in one minute. Well, there you go. Memories of November 28th, 1966. And you listen to KJR AM Channel 95 from Seattle, Washington with the late Pat O'Day. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, why don't let me know about it by email. The email address here is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. And if you have a classic air check that you'd like me to present, why don't let me know about that as well, and I'll try to get it on for you. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. Sorry, that's know, a great. Well, that was very good. He would have fit. He would have fit, he he, fit right in on WBZ. He, yeah. he would have fit right in on, on WBZ or KBW, the personality radio stations, WCFL. He was really good. And, you know, he made, if there was a mistake, he made fun, you know, made fun of it, made it, made it, made everybody like laugh along. Good look at first commercials, the emergency broadcast going off. And that, Dave Maynard was very good at that. His things would happen. And, and he, he knew say, that he wasn't really happy about that. You could tell. But he also, yeah. he, he, did also stuff was, it off. he also sounded I, like he was not the most organized individual either. 
years. So it, no, but I almost expect him to say, "Turn off the bubble machine." You know, it's really gonna... he had that tone of voice too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, but, yeah, I mean, but the other thing he did—that's right. There was a little political incorrectness, uh, not so much for nineteen. Yeah, I can't say that anymore. There was. No, there was. But but no, he was very good, and and he also referred to his uh, his little problem. He said, uh, "Yeah, I, I wish I'd only had too much to dream last night." You know. So there, here yeah. you go. That was in there too. Well, I mean, go ahead, Mike. Hopefully our go friend ahead, Gina in Seattle, who used to call in. Hopefully she yeah. Go ahead, Mike. He kind of reminded me of uh, Roby Young. I thought uh, Pat O'Day was excellent. Uh, he was a great communicator. Well, let mm-hmm. me give you a heads up. I do have some Roby Young, and, and I'm not sure how to present this, and I'm going to talk about it with Bill and the rest of the team at some point, but I have his last show at WABC in New York uh, where he talked about the death of Paul McCartney, and we're going to do that sometime in October, I think, is when that happened. Oh, wow. I think we did I think we did it a few years ago, but it wouldn't hurt you know, to so, do it again. It's all and, right. And I know that uh, Pat O'Day was just, it was, it was different. I, I couldn't stop laughing, and I don't really don't laugh at these things, but he was just, just kind yeah, of Oh, yeah, he was really good. Oh, he was funny. He, he had a lot of stick a lot of this that's what if you have a lot of stick that's Good. That's certainly mm-hmm. well. You know, I know we're getting into Tim's time, but I want to first of all say thanks to everybody here, and I'll give it to you, Bill. And if you guys have any questions or any comments you want to make, uh, you can send me Jeff at allthingsradio.net, Bill at billsparks.org, and uh, we'll be glad to help you out or you know whatever. And uh, uh, and if, like I said, if you have an air check that you'd like me to present, even if I can't find it, I'll do the best I can to find it, or I'll get you some equivalent of it. Go ahead, Bill. And I will say next week, if everything in Southwest cooperates will originate the show from Naples. So with the other studio show. He doesn't mean Naples, Naples Italy, yeah. by the way. No, yeah, that's what I was going to say, Bill. It's going to be a big show to go to Italy like that. No, I don't yeah. think so. Well. So we shall see what we shall see. But we'll be in Naples, my other home. So we'll see what's going on and get the air conditioner fixed and all that good stuff. But please remember, so. Steve, and all that good stuff. And thanks, everybody, for participating. And, Jeff, what do you got to close this out with? We're going to close out with two radio stations. One is 98.7 The Dub. Jennifer Sparks mentioned it in her call letter and format changes. And we're going to hear WQSL-FM in Jacksonville, not Jacksonville, Florida, but Jacksonville, Florida. Sometimes I like to take two different radio stations in markets and just, you know, put them back to back and get you get you a feel of different kinds of what's going on in different radio markets. So that's what we're going to hear today. You got it. This week, we're traveling to two parts of the country. Different as night and day. Let's first travel to Springfield, Missouri. And we're going to hear radio station KTXR-FM. The station has recently adopted a light rock format, as they call it, with music of the 80s and some 70s songs thrown in as well. Next, let's travel to Jacksonville, North Carolina. And we're going to hear what they call a classic rock format. The station is WQSL-FM, and it's owned and operated by Dick Broadcasting. So without further ado, why don't we sit and listen to these radio stations, and then we can find out what the panel thinks of these radio stations. Let's first travel to Springfield. Field, Missouri, and listen to radio station KTXR FM 98.7 The Dove on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. KTXR Springfield, Nixa, and Branson playing your light rock favorites. 98.7 The Dove and 987thedove.com. to offer, but we're only going to borrow the music. They can keep those terrible hairstyles. 98.7 The Dove. Stumbled upon us by chance, then welcome to fun. We're your new home for continuous light rock favorites. 98.7 The Dove. 
Today's That 70s Show makes you think of all in the family instead of Ashton Kutcher. You'll remember this next song on 98.7 The Dove. Before launching 98.7 The Dove, we did extensive research on what Springfield listeners really want from a radio station. Turns out, you just want more music. That's simple enough. Welcome to your new home for continuous light rock favorites on 98.7 The Dove. music back but we're gonna lie and say we lost it so we can play you this next song on 98.7 the dove light rock favorites 98.7 the dove hey jude for making the switch to 98.7 The Dove. We ain't stopping the music all week long. Join us Monday for a new era in Springfield Radio with a few familiar laughs. The Dove, we did extensive research on what Springfield listeners want from a radio station. Turns out you really wanted these two back. <laughs> your wish is our command. Welcome to your new home for the Kevin and Liz Show. Weekday mornings from 530 to 10 on 98.7 The Dove. Seven, the Dove, Light Rock Favorites. All Things Radio. The river is WQSL Jacksonville, WQCL Bellhaven. We play whatever. At the river, we hate three things. Math. Playing an infinite number of whatever. 92-3-1011. The River. Lost in a river of brake lights on Greenville Boulevard? We got your back. We'll keep the music flowing for you 24-7. Right here on 92-3 and 1011. The River. from the 70s, 80s, and 90s than you can shake a stick at. So leave your sticks at home and use your ears instead. 92.3-1011 The River will be right back. How much money would you like to save? Cancel any time. Now, just so you know, playing commercials is how we make ends meet here at the River. Actually, it sounds like a game of Twister gone bad when you think about it. So, let's not. 92.3-1011 The River.
92.3-1011, The River. Someone to tell old people about turning signals. 92.3-1011, The River. Recommended by four out of five people who recommend things. This is 92.3-1011, The River. Playing more of the music you love from the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Jackson and Sons Heating and Air Conditioning. From Jackson and Sons. As humans, there are two things we appreciate. This next set of tunes with back-to-back-to-back hits from the 70s, 80s, and 90s starts now. 92.3-1011, The River. Rusty! 92.3-1011, The River. be part of a wordless briefcase exchange just once. 92-3-1011, The River. QSL Jacksonville, WQZL Bellhaven. Well, there you go. Two very different radio stations with very different formats. We started things off by listening to radio station KTXRFM from Springfield, Missouri, with their light rock format. And we concluded things off by listening to radio station WQSL FM from Jacksonville, North Carolina. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the show, why don't let me know about it by email? The email address here is Jeff. That's J E F F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things 